Aloha, this is Mika Miyashima of Good Morning Hawaii. You're listening to the Maleko and Flash podcast, so I must not be on the air right now. <laughs> just, just go crazy. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. I'm Maleko. Hey, I'm Flash. And we got another great episode lined up for you today. Uh, if you are a new subscriber or a new listener, uh, well, welcome. Sure. Hi. Uh, and for those of you that are still listening, what is wrong with you? So, in other words, Mom, what's wrong with you? Yeah, seriously. Thanks, thanks, hey, Mom. thanks Mom, for listening. <laughs> Today's going to be an interesting show. Uh, we are bringing uh, some more alcohol into the mix, this, uh, this show. Plus, we're bringing a very special guest into the show but to talk about gender-bending fun. It's going to be something Maleko knows quite a bit about. Well, that's, that's, we're going to no, dive, oh dive deep into Flash's uh, crevice. <laughs> a lot of deep diving A lot of deep diving, for sure So normally we save it for the weekends But we're just getting into the deep dive on the hump day here <laughs> Alright, uh, so we've got Jeff, bartender from Hula's Aloha Who uh, normally works during the day shift, correct? Most of the time Make, He makes me my uh, Irish coffees during the week And then we have, I think, Honolulu's top drag queen And I might get in trouble for this But I'm guessing no one listens to the show, so it's fine well, doesn't every drag queen think they are the top drag queen, oh, drag queen that's a in good Hawaii? Point. That's a good point. Unless they're a bottom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Power bottom. Well, let's do this in order. Let's talk about the drink of the day first, because we can't have a podcast without alcohol. Uh, Brian, what are you making for us today? Today, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, I can, I'll go by both. Today, uh, I'll be sharing with you my personal favorite Hula's Bar and Lay Sand Signature Cocktail, the Mango Serrano Chili Margarita. Whoa. Ooh, there's a lot of words there. The Mango Serrano Chili. Chili. Margarita. Oh, Margarita. Oh, sounds delicioso. Ay, ay. So, ay. Sounds hot. It It is, but it's a perfect blend. Of I mean, there's like sexy hot, but then this is fun. like spicy. my hot. tongue's on fire hot, not from an STD, but it's actually on fire from the hot pepper. And maybe from an STD, too, too. Flash. We'll sure. you know, be pleasantly surprised. We know Flash pretty well. Let me start. <laughs> so you, why, don't, why don't you mix some of those up for us? Uh, and then if somebody wants to make those at home, is there a secret ingredient? Is there something that people need to need to know about that? Jeff? What was that? That's your cue. What goes in the drink? Uh, so. <laughs> Tell us what's in it and how you make it. The base of the margarita is always going to be tequila with a little bit of triple sec. I prefer Cointreau. The tequila I prefer is Don Julio Blanco. And a little bit of sweet and sour, a little bit of mango, fresh or pureed is fine. As well as some uh, fresh sliced Serrano chilies. Ooh, how okay. many, I think the key for most people is going to be how many like Serrano slices are you putting in there? Is that like personal preference? Yeah, or? that varies. It's a personal preference. I tend to put about one whole chili into each drink. Wow. Which is actually not as hot as you might so think. So we're all about to die. So <laughs> <laughs> my last will and testament. <laughs> all right. So uh, just for the folks Jeez. at home, why did you choose uh, the Blanco tequila? Uh, is there is there a... Oh, uh, look at you going all Mexican on us. Huh? Oh, like, like a mixologist over here. You go with like a silver instead of a, instead of like a, 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 a yellow or That's or my personal preference. I, I, it's a lighter... Tequila that is better for the summertime, um, especially after the beach. It's oh. just perfect. Okay. I like it. I'm sold. I'm sold. Mix, so, mix away, my mix friend. It. All right. Mm. So Jeff's, uh, Jeff's on the margarita tip right now. Uh, Flash, so tell, tell us more yes. about how you found uh, drag queen culture. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, I've I love drag queens. I've always loved drag queens. They've been part of the club scene forever. And you know, doing what I do, throwing parties for as long as I've been throwing parties, going back to like the kids' club days at Fusion, Controversy, Coco Chandelier. Um, I thought Hawaii always had a really cool drag scene. And uh, recently, at Hula's Bar in Laystan, I came across I don't know like Hula's kind of resident drag queen, the one and only Miss Candy Shell, who's new to the island. Hi. And uh, so I hadn't, I wasn't really familiar with her before, but she is just a bundle of fantastic energy that has quite a bit of talent. She's a singer. She's a comedian. Uh, she does like a lot of sketch comedy improv stuff. I'm ambidextrous. I can, um, well, no, that's all. <laughs> so Candy Shell does a show, uh, a monthly show at Hula's every last Sunday of the month, a daytime drag salt show called Mimosas and Marys, which um, I've seen many times, and it's amazing. You're such a faithful patron. What's interesting? Of the arts. What's interesting about Candy is most drag queens will lip sync, but she actually really sings. That's right. Mm. So you no tell- backup tracks here. Well, let me ask you a question then. Uh, so, what's the difference between a drag queen and then someone like Flash who just dresses ambiguously? Um, does Flash dress ambiguously? Uh-huh. I just thought he was a metrosexual. Is that still isn't a that, thing? Isn't that code for ambiguously? <laughs> is, is metro still a thing? I, I, I mean, thought at this point it's just like closet. <laughs> no, that's just for Flash. Um, yeah, metrosexual's a thing, because, you know, traditionally straight guys don't have the best fashion sense. And uh-huh. so metrosexual is just the the occasional straight guy who does know what shoes go with which pants. Mm. And occasionally likes penis. Right. <laughs> oh. P- potato, potato. <laughs> Wait, penis? Isn't that our magic word? Oh, we haven't oh, said it yet. Oh, we haven't said the word yet. Cheers, cheers, cheers. This podcast is so out of order right now. So, Candy Shell, uh, we're going to call that the uh, the word of the day. So oh, my time, God. Every so time you appropriate. Hear the word, wow. What do you think? What do you think? Jeff, this is amazing. Mm, thank you. It's just sweet enough to offset the heat. Exactly. That's but what I was... still hot enough that you clearly notice the heat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah. That's my, freaking delicious. My lips are burning. It's kind of like a date with Flash. Oh. Oh. Hey, Yikes. Hey, he, also he, true. He does stock a cream for that, though. He keeps it in his top drawer. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for coming in, and th- thanks for sharing uh, th- this with us. Thanks you, for having you, us. You've been around um, so many different really big celebrities. You've done a lot of really great shows. You've actually opened uh, for some really big legends in town, too. Speaking it's of, true. Uh, for legend, uh, J- Joan Rivers. I did. While Joan Rivers was still with us, my band opened for her in New York. I used to be part of a drag queen band for which I was the front runner. I don't know if I can say it on the air, though. We the name try. of my band. It's called She Dick, but it's female private detective. So it's like a private dick. Yeah, I think that one's going to get by the censors. That'll be okay. It's a private dick, you know, just like Magnum P.I. Yeah. Samesies. We're on, we're on Wikipedia. It's, sure. It's for real. It's so a thing. How did, how did Joan Rivers hear about you, or, or did it just work out that you... So Joan Rivers saw my parody video, Under the Knife, which is a parody of the song from The Little Mermaid, Part of Your World, but it's all about getting plastic surgery. And uh, (laughs) so obviously she was a huge fan. Um, It was kind of amazing to see Joan Rivers up close uh, because I, I wondered what her face would look like, you know, just from 
a close distance. But it was she had amazingly nice skin. Really? Yeah. This was recent that you saw. Well, before she's before been she dead for quite some <laughs> breaking <laughs> news, Maleko Joan Rivers. They dug her dead. up. They she dug her up, and her skin looked great. <laughs> it's a preservative. Yeah, it was. It was amazed. She hasn't been dead that long, has she? Five years, I want to say at least. Something like that. It's been that long. Yeah. She left a lasting impression. She did. By the way, Maleko is a news reporter during his day job, so he's really on top of current events. Facts. Yes. Alternative facts. No fake news here. Joan Rivers is totally alive. In fact, she's coming into the studio later on, so get ready. That'll be what, fun. Is Joan Rivers in, in real life the way her, like, her persona is on stage? She was actually very gracious in person, but she also was, um, she was a boss. She like, she was on top of what was going on. She was like, this is my light. This is, you go over here. And, but I loved her. She was great. But not a diva. No, but not a diva. Really, not a diva. I'm in control. I know what I want. This Definitely. is what I need to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were in a band. What, what kind of band? We were like a pop band kind of like destiny's child so maybe totally the same as destiny's yeah, child maybe girl group would be more appropriate than okay. band okay because we were making all of our music electronically we didn't weren't like you weren't playing instruments on stage not on stage okay. but you were singing actually singing yeah and and i was writing the music on piano and stuff like that uh behind the scenes See? so she is the actually Beyonce. talented yeah, it's true yeah <laughs> yes she made it what did he i missed he, he said that uh Go ahead, Jeff. She, she is the Beyonce of the group. It, she made it. Yeah. And then you broke away. And then I broke away. I had to start my solo career. <laughs> yeah. Because those bitches weren't up they were to holding your me standards. Down. Yeah. They were holding me down. I had to shake them off. They Where were, was this that, that you were doing this? So originally, Sheedick started in Dallas, and then we moved to New York and changed did, all of our members except for me. Did you move yeah. to New York because of the band to like make it big or I moved to New York because I went through a really painful breakup mm-hmm. but then I was like oh I could take she dick to New York and this could be amazing New York's a pretty amazing scene for for everything that's ground zero for drag queens right and ground zero for just you know, ground zero actual literally, literally ground wow. zero <laughs> too soon wow. sorry <laughs> <laughs> But also true. <laughs> Literally true. <laughs> All right, so you're in New York now. New York, it's a city where you can either make a huge name for yourself or you mm-hmm. can disappear amongst the masses. Um, how did you how did you fare in New York? Well, during the winter, I definitely disappeared away from the masses, and I just hung out in my apartment watching Law & Order SVU. But, um, but I loved the city. It was so amazing, and... Um, I felt like we were really well received. I've always been sort of um, part of the drag scene, but always a little bit outside of the drag scene as well. It, what, is that, that, what does by, that mean? Yeah. Well, like singing, for instance, already. <laughs> Having actual talent. Yeah, I did not say that. <laughs> there are lots. I did. I'm saying it. <laughs> there are Having lots actual talent. of talented queens here in Honolulu. But only a few. A princess sings who performs at Scarlet. So there, there, is, there is some of that going on. I just gotta. I didn't know Maleko performed Which, at Scarlet. Good for you, Maleko. <laughs> it's on Mondays. You don't. You don't go on Mondays. <laughs> Neither does anyone else. <laughs> so do you? Um, uh, okay. So then there's rules. Then I mean, obviously there's there's a politic 
to being a drag queen? Uh, and what are those politics? Then? Well, usually if you're a drag queen, you're performing at a club, you're typically lip syncing, and um, it, it can, in some situations, turn out to be like a a mini competition, a RuPaul's Drag Race, if you will, mm-hmm. for who's got the fiercest look and the can do the splits and the death drop, and I can't do any of those what, things. What does any of that even mean? A death drop? Are you serious? That's where the drag queen, like, she basically falls back on her back and bends one of her legs, so it bends back behind her, and she just falls down on her back. It's called a death drop. Oh, I call that Friday. That's got it. <laughs> Same. Okay. Same. Yep. So, uh, this Check. Is, so are you really competitive? Is is there catfighting going on, or is it all just we're all friends, but on stage, you know, we're we're Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner. I'm um I'm still waiting to get chased by a coyote on stage, but uh, actually, one can dream. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Soon enough. Um, Actually, though, I am the nicest queen you will ever meet, and um, I love to create a really uh, a family atmosphere in my drag shows, and it's it's drag and burlesque. Sorry to disappoint, guys. But that's you're saying that's you, but in general, because you can't be a drag queen and not be catty and very kind of antagonistic. Is that true? Wow. So you Way to just pigeonhole all drag right. queens there. I'm plot. saying every drag I mean I'm no expert, but every go. drag queen I've seen, you know, it's like let's bring up like turn up the sass to like 11. And so in real life behind the scenes, is that like how you guys are at each other normally? Maybe not you withstanding, but in in general terms? I find no. Usually behind the scenes, queens are getting along pretty well in the in the dressing room, just because you never know when you're going to run out of eyeliner and you're going to have to ask somebody. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. What's the social acceptance level in Hawaii for drag queens? For drag queens? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't tried going to a public pool yet, so I can't say in all situations. Would you do that? Though? Would you go to a pool and drag? I mean, wouldn't. I mean, as long as I wasn't on my period, sure. <laughs> Just but like Maleko. How could you be on your period if you have a penis, though? Penis. Oh, wow. Way to make it literal. Oh, my God. Oh! That's a drink for me. I'm sucking it down. <laughs> also, just, like just the penis. <laughs> just. Oh, I'll take another one. But in seriousness, though, being a drag queen, there's a lot that goes into it. Makeup and hair and outfits. I mean, that's a lot to take to the pool. Well, yeah, it could be. You wouldn't go in the pool. You would lounge in the pool chair. Or in a cabana, maybe. Right, exactly. I'll sit close to the pool. We actually, uh, we recently did a shoot on the water and um, I had all my pads and my uh, my my hosiery on, and it was kind of a mess. They're a little salty and crusty now. <laughs> and then everything starts melting in the hot sun. There is that. Yeah. I got squirted with a water gun in the face, and then I kind of look like that chick from The Ring. It was not cute. Oh, yeah. That's what you call it? A water gun? The, you right. got squirted by a water gun? Two water guns, if you will. <laughs> okay. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's implied penis. That's, that's that's pretty much word of the day right there. Is it expensive? Penises? Is, uh, I, they, they really, they can be. <laughs> be being a, a drag queen, is that expensive? I do find myself spending a lot of money at MAC, actually, because you wear a little more makeup than a regular girl would. You're kind of like... Slapping it on there, and, and, and you're wearing Mac. I mean, that's that's heavy duty stuff. 
and wigs. really expensive stuff right off the bat. Yeah, it's uh, right wigs and wigs, lots I'm, of wigs. It outfits. seems like in general, you, I mean, you have a specific look, but other drag queens have. I'm kind of lucky in that respect that I have like one look because those queens are spending hundreds right. of dollars on hair. Right. And some of them, like, that's kind of like their thing. It's like, I always have this different look. Exactly. And it's like, that costs money. Like, it's great. It's cool. Is that something you do yourself? Is that part of the drag queen? You have to do it yourself or, or do you get to a point well, where you can have question. someone do it for you? Definitely when you reach a certain point of fame, you have people making your costumes, making your wigs, and if you're RuPaul, someone doing your makeup. Mm-hmm. But if you make as much money as I do, then you just got to do it all yourself. You got your dress from Ross and your uh, wig from Party City, and you're ready to go. Hey, let Hawaii happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in the same boat. Yeah, we're all in exactly. I'll have the same life yeah. there. Are you... Um, I, I, I heard that you might also be uh, be mentoring a drag queen. Oh, uh, yes. You, you we have call a that, young ingenue. Yes. We call that a drag mother, and I am a proud mother. You're the drag mother. I'm the drag okay. mother. So what is that? What do you call then the... My drag daughter. Drag daughter. Yeah. Okay. Is that new for you? Have you done that before? Um, I, have, uh, I have been a supporter and someone who has brought a number of people out on the drag scene, especially back in the She-Dick days. But I would say that Anna is, oh, Anna Mae, mm-hmm. uh, is my first official drag daughter. Do you have to, is it a rite of pass- passage as a drag queen that at some point you find a drag mother to kind of show you the ropes or is that needed like to get your official drag queen card Seems to me like it'd be hard to just do it on your own well my drag mother was my best friend who was just a girl who wanted to put makeup on boys isn't that the ultimate drag mother though to have a real girl do it (laughs) i guess i guess in some ways it could be although there are lots of tricks that drag Hmm. queens do that um Honestly, I've only recently learned about some of this stuff. It is involved tucking, doesn't it? Well, it seems like that's the obvious one. Tucking. <laughs> what? For, for me, it would be getting rid of your eyebrows. That that you know that's that completely. Could, yeah, because you gotta you gotta get rid of them so you can draw them back on. Oh, way up on your forehead. How do you do that? Well, believe it or not, you just do it with a glue stick. You put on about like six layers of glue stick over the top of your eyebrows. Then you lick the glue stick, put on one more layer, and put powder over the top. And then a bunch of makeup. So you hide your eyebrows under foundation and yes. then paint. I- this sounds exhausting. It is. It's a lot- I- How long does it take for the transformation? Oh, gosh. Somewhere between three and five hours for me. Okay. Three and five. Yeah. Three to five hours. Yeah. Per show. Per show. Every per- time. Wow. Yeah, so if I have a morning gig, I'm waking up at like 4 a.m. Let's say you're like a drag queen with, normally it takes three to five hours, but like tonight you're going to be on stage with RuPaul at the Oscars and you're like going all out. How long would that take? I I mean, it would take 
10 hours. I would give myself 10 hours to have the full fantasy happen. Wouldn't it just be easier to just be like drag bum and just like... (laughs) (laughs) My look is overnight chic. (laughs) Actually, after I go to Goodwill and I'm trying on all my costumes and posting it to my Instagram stories, I call it dumpster candy. (laughs) This party has everything. It has drag bums. (laughs) <laughs> Untucked sausage. I think I think that's worth a drink. It's a that's a penis reference. Okay, there, there you go. Amen. So it takes Amen. three to five hours now, but like when you're first getting into it, and you don't know how to hide your eyebrows and do all the stuff. Oh, well, girl, when I was first getting into it, I looked like dumpster candy. I mean, I'm looking back at pictures now, and I'm like, oh, I can kind of see your five o'clock shadow there, girl. Mm. Five o'clock shadow brings up a good point. What's that? The the Maleko look. So Maleko's oh. full beard. Oh yeah. So I've got Jack is full like beard. It. Yeah. Is it is it is it faux pas to have facial hair as a drag queen? Um, well, it depends. There are some queens that do have facial hair. They have beards. And um, here in Hawaii, we Like even... intentionally? Like a yes. bearded lady kind of thing? Yes, really? definitely. There's some gorgeous bearded queens out there. Huh. I mean, generally, they're kind of in the bigger cities like uh, New York and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. Like Grace Towers in San Francisco mm-hmm. is one of the main bearded queens. And, and so anything, anything so goes. So there's, there's yeah. no I mean, rules. Yeah. yeah. As, long, as long as you look fabulous. Or completely disgusting. I mean, as long <laughs> as you're pulling off a look. Okay. And you're consistent. I mean, so the drag right. bump thing can happen. Yeah. It can totally happen. <laughs> okay. Just uh, how close... Is Flash to, <laughs> to becoming a drag queen? Like, how long do you think it would take for you to, to for you to turn him into, you know, I mean, uh, his, Flash Queen? His hair is beautiful. His lips are very glossy. I think we just need a little liner around the lips I and some fake does, eyelashes. He, he puts a small amount of makeup on anyway. At least he appears to. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't done drag already, Flash. Honestly, with oh, all the work I've got pictures. Oh. You have. I mean, I was um, I at the wave one year for Halloween. I was pink. And I actually dyed my hair pink, and I did the whole thing. That's right. We have to see that. Um, I just dressed up as a girl on Halloween for like four or five years straight, and I had Renee from Sanctuary Salon did all my hair and makeup. And one year, and only one year, because, boy, I learned the hard way, I shaved my legs and my <gasps> arms. Oh. Yeah. That's, don't, guys, don't do that, because at some Flash, point- Flash, I don't even do that anymore. Again, I did it once, yeah. and I learned the hard way, learn. and then it grows back out, and you're like, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and it's going to be happening for, like, the next week. Yeah. Now, what yeah. about the penis situation? Did you have to... Oh, my God, I'm so oh. thirsty. Yeah, you that? The takeaway I have from that is that he said he dressed up as a girl five years in a row... Uh, on Halloween. For Halloween. Yep. Yep, yep. So it sounds to me like it was fun. <laughs> he's having a good time. Having a good time. I mean, is this, uh, you know, why not? It, I, I, it's just, it gets such, and maybe this is why drag queens do it, it gets such an immediate extreme reaction that obviously, be, me being me, I do a lot of things just to get a reaction out of people. And this is like as extreme as it gets. Yeah, I mean, basically, doing drag is like performance art. 
And, and it really is. That's exactly how I look yeah. at drag queens, is the minute you walk out of your house, it's performance art. Yeah. Right. Which is not unlike what a lot of people do when they get on stage anyway. You know, right. you talk about uh, MCs or performers or band members, you know, they're not always as aggressive as You're they performing stage, a character. Or, yeah, they're not always as, as snarky as they are, whatever it is the character is. So, it's even why I asked why is Joan Rivers like that in real life. It's just, it's just, you just have a lot more costuming to do before you get on stage. Exactly. Which is, you know, I mean, that's a choice that really seems like it really takes a long time to do that so it does but i gotta tell you when you make that transformation and you look in the mirror and you don't look like yourself anymore and you got a big butt and an itty bitty waist it is um it gives you a something inside that makes you want to get out there and touch people is it a penis (laughs) (laughs) jeff jeff is that your sexy inside voice yes (laughs) <laughs> Something deep inside. Do you feel like the minute you walk out of the house, it's like you're whether it doesn't you don't even have to be on stage. It's like the minute you walk out of your house, you're performing. Oh, yeah. I yeah. put I put the hair on and then the voice comes and then I'm just I'm ready for a party. You're the whole package. You, you come out. Uh, you got a great. I mean, I've, I've seen I haven't seen you live, but I've seen photos. Your costuming's fantastic. Your face is beautiful. You look. You got to like see a, him live. You're totally yeah. candy shell. Her, her live. Candy, her candy shell <laughs> is gorgeous. Thank you. And the fact that you sing, the fact that you actually perform, sing, and you're comedic. You're hilarious. Aww. It's the whole package here. Is that or is is that like? I mean, I don't know. Growing up, I picture a nine, eleven year old you. Were you always funny? Were you always singing? Were you always performing? I actually was. Always singing. There is super eight footage of me in front of the in front of the full length mirror in my mom's bedroom. Um, Too young to get the reference. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. You. No one believes you. I know. No one. I, I gave it a shot. I gave <laughs> it a shot in the room. <laughs> gave it a shot. But yes, I I was always um, a very uh, I, I've always been kind of an extrovert introvert. And wh- at what point do you? Do you go, you know what would really make this number good work? <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, when I started college, I was a little anti-drag queen. And I think, because um, the, the dorm that I lived in, there was a, a queen, like a, a 18, 19-year-old guy who would actually go to the clubs and do drag, named who we all called Queenie. And when I would see him, I would get really uncomfortable. I'm sorry, oh. her. Because it was confronting for you. Probably so. Yes. I was like, ugh, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. I mean, now everyone thinks that mm-hmm. I want to do that, even though I secretly do. Right. And even though no one else is th- thinking that at all. Right. They're like, oh, a yeah. drag queen. Right. When you uh, you talk about anime, mm-hmm. uh, the first time that she did it was for a show at Manoa Valley Theater. It was right. a character, uh, what was the show called? Uh, Legend of Georgia McBride. Which is a hilarious show. Yeah. And uh, any actor would do the part and do that character and dress up as a drag queen and do the show, and then it'd be done. But for anime, it was a transformation. It was yeah. something. It was something like, this is me, I like this, and then it became something. Was there a moment like that for you? I mean, I think probably when I... Gosh, I mean, really, from the first time that I tried it, I was like, oh, geez, there's something here. I'm going to have to stick with this. Or, I mean, maybe at first I was like, oh, I got to get away from this. And then I was like, oh, no, I kind of like it. Um, and really, though, I've always been part of a group um, up until I came to Honolulu. This is like Candy's first time to be out in front 
the host of the show singing by herself. Really? Yeah. Find it, that hard to believe. I know. It's 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 kind of hard for me to believe that it took me so long. And it is your show. It's your review. It's your it's it's you're, you're the MC it's Candy Shells, Mimosa and Mary. It's not mm-hmm. you know dun, dun, dun. whoever. But I have a question as far as dressing as a drag queen for the first time and then feeling like, oh, okay, this is it. Is this one of those where you're going to go asking for a friend yeah, but asking. you're really <laughs> taking notes? <laughs> I'm taking notes this whole time, obviously. <laughs> um, for Halloween purposes. Right. <laughs> sure. But was becoming a drag queen, did that seem like the right fit because it made you more comfortable as a person or because you felt like that's what would bring out like the better performance or make the performance better? Like, was mm-hmm. it more of a performance thing or a personal thing? I think what it was about it, and, and even still, Candy Shell is sort of this entity that I feel like exists independently of me. Like, when I'm not Candy, she's just floating around in the ether waiting for her chance. And once I get the my body all made up, and I got the wig, and I got the boobs and everything, then she just kind of descends into me, and she has no fear. She will say anything to anybody, and she's so much quicker than I am. So, um, so it was basically like a supernatural phenomenon that I was like, I... I have to allow this to happen. So do you feel like being a drag queen is just an excuse or a mechanism to be in touch with your true self? I think it's a different experience for everybody, but definitely for a lot of people. It's, and, and I think this is true for any costume, and, and any actor will tell you this. A costume, even just a small costume item, some a wig or some sunglasses, can allow you to get outside yourself. I mean, let's face it. This is why Halloween has become so oh, yeah. popular. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Everyone puts on a costume. Yeah, and cosplay. Everyone puts on a costume, and then you become the whatever the costume is. And it's like, oh, no, that's, that's not me. That's, you know. Captain America. But like the slutty version. Right. Because it's just always the costume name <laughs> plus slutty version. <laughs> that's why I like wearing the rabbit costume every once in a while. Yeah. D- Absolutely. Yeah, is a, it, is it slutty? It's a different thing. No, it's like a furry thing where no one can see you. Oh, it's fun. So, yeah, but it doesn't have a ready. butt. The butt's open. Right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, the penis oh. hangs out. Hey! So now there is a show. In fact, there's. Uh, well, Scarlet, uh, Scarlet kind of started this thing uh, where they were doing this this weekly review, this show, mm-hmm. and it was a nightclub that had been mildly successful before Scarlet opened up. But then once they did and they started doing the show. It almost seemed like this audience had been waiting yeah. for something for so long, even though Hula's had been there for forever. Hula's um, has never been like drag. It's never centric. had a drag. Sh- yes, yeah, they've had drag vibe stuff, it. but it's not like a drag centric yeah, thing. Like always, Scarlet kind of owns that space. Right. They really kind of do. And so, uh, was that? I don't know. Is, does that open up the the state to or maybe the city to just kind of be like, here it is. This is it. This is your opportunity for more people to come and and do drag and maybe enjoy it and and do that. Like as a tourist destination. Well, I mean, just a, in general. I mean, drag about- destinations of the world. <laughs> well, Hawaii's got a lot going for it. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, marriage is legal. You know, now uh, you can do recreational pot, and now you can you know you can watch a drag show, which you couldn't do ten years ago in Hawaii. Or at least you not, could, not but readily. it was sporadic. Yeah, yeah sporadic. Yeah. I mean, now you've got a show every weekend. Uh, it's actually once a month. Oh. He has a show every once a, a month. Show. Once a month, Sunday. She has a show every. Week. She, sorry, <laughs> she sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, get your gender straight. <laughs> <laughs> so penis hard. Means she. Penis. Yeah. 
You know, I can call Maleko she all day long, and now I, I, I'm just having such a hard time with candy. Right. I'm sorry. Let me let me get my proper drag queen etiquette. It's all good. You know, honestly. When is your show? So my show, Mimosas and Marys, is the last Sunday of every month okay. at Hula's Bar and Lay Stand at 3 p.m. <laughs> Tickets available at hulas.com. Um, but <laughs> but you were asking about kind of the pervasiveness of drag in Honolulu now that there's this regular thing going on at Scarlet and we've got Moses and Marys. I think we really do have RuPaul to thank for a lot of that. I w- that was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Is it more to do with the drag race than anything else? Well, I mean, most of Scarlet's headliners are RuPaul queens and... Yeah, RuPaul has really brought it to the mainstream. She's, I think that was even one of our questions. It's like, is RuPaul responsible? Somehow, some way, drag queens to some degree have been normalized. Is she Mm -hmm. the drag queen mother of all mothers? Yes. She really is. She's Khaleesi. She is. She's the the mother of drag queens. Yes. Penis is coming. <laughs> so is it? Is it? So it's not. Is it society as a whole getting more advanced, or is it really specifically oh, RuPaul? Is it? <laughs> is it really? Really, hold on. Let's ask the president. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, I think that you know. Really, even before Drag Race, RuPaul was kind of bridging barriers. Um, she was one of the first like spokesmodels for Mac that was not right. a woman, right? And um, like she's been, and and she had that song, that club song back in the right. '90s, Shantae. Right. That's how most people, me included, got introduced to her. Totally. It's like, and I thought, oh, she's going to be like a drag queen pop star. And then she had a TV talk show for a while right, in the right. 90s. I remember that. Or in the 80s. I don't know. Um, but, but drag race has definitely, I mean, it's broken I, so many barriers. I'm not saying she wasn't doing all these things, but I'm saying because she has a much bigger platform and the show yeah. just keeps getting more and more popular. Right. That I feel like it's made it. Tons of straight people watch the show and they yeah. get invested in it like they get invested in, I don't know, Survivor or Amazing Race mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like if you watch the show and you're a fan, it's then it's hard to not be okay with the drag culture. Right. Right. And I think it's I think it's also maybe drag culture to people who have not been exposed to it is a little bit scary or they think it's some kind of seedy sex thing. And then you watch RuPaul's Drag Race and everybody's – it's like, oh, well – they're just basically clowns. I mean, they're like back here in the dressing room. They put their silly costumes together. They go tell their jokes on the stage. And that's the, that's the deal, you know. Um, but I do feel like RuPaul has, with bringing all of these queens to the fore, you know, she's created not only acceptance for drag queens, but a goal for drag queens. Like there's somewhere to go besides the club in your town. Right. And then now it seems to be what's happening is like American Idol or whatever is you get on the show, you do well. Even if you don't win, you have a following, then you're releasing a single. Exactly. Or you have whatever Trixie and the other girl are on, have mm -hmm. their own show on Vice. Love that show. I'm always surprised uh, (laughs) when there's a show announced and one of the RuPaul drag queens comes to town. Uh, I, I always get surprised by someone who says, oh, my God, I'm going to Scarlet to see. You are know, they so straight? So. It's straight people. Just <laughs> yeah. normal yeah. people who are just like, I love the show. It is. And straight I go with air quotes, he exactly. said. Yeah. Right. 
You don't even need air quotes anymore. My, no. Like at Mimosas, half of our audience are married couples, bachelorette parties. Mm, yeah. And I mean, if we let high schoolers I mean, come, they the would the show, be there. You went to the drag show with your wife, yes. Lauren. Yeah. No, yeah. we went to the show. It was great. Yeah. Well, even the Manoa Valley Theater Show, which, and you know, you're talking about uh, an audience that might be more conservative. You know, you're talking about the, the theater audience; they're 65 plus, silver hair. You know, they don't they don't really get out much to see drag shows, right? But then they went to see the, the George McBride, and the audience was on their feet at yeah. the end of the show, applauding. And, is, and, is that show about a drag queen? Yeah, yeah it's about several. It's it's about okay. a, a club that right. that's failing miserably, and then suddenly decides drag queens are the way to go, and then the club takes off. And it's and there's a straight the- Elvis oh. impersonator who gets roped into quickly becoming a drag queen. And Sounds so we very get, familiar. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a great show. You should really audition for it next time it comes through. Flash, <laughs> I feel like there's a spot in that show for you. It seems like there's an opportunity for a drag show to have a lot of really blue, uh, drunk humor—humor humor that would appeal well to somebody who's getting rowdy at night or but, listens to this podcast. But you're you're doing your <laughs> but you're doing your show in the daytime. Was there? Was there? I mean. Not that mimosas can't get you just as drunk, but we, they can. <laughs> yeah, it's right in the title, mimosas and Marys. That's right, it's in bloody Marys. Yeah. Yes, I think these margaritas are getting me drunk. Yes, Jeff. fantastic. I got that Thank spice you. on my lips. It's it's so tasty. Mm-hmm. We have more coming if you'd like. Mm, yum yum yum. Beyond the stage, you got a TV show. Let's talk about that. Oh. For a sec. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yes, I have a television show. It airs on Olelo. Hawaii's uh, Public Access Network, uh, Olelo 53. It airs on Tuesday mornings at 2.30 a.m. Primetime. So, yeah, exactly. Wow, how'd you get that spot? That's all great. The, all the crackheads are up watching me um, <laughs> who have cable. Uh, but <laughs> you all, can, the, all the drag right. bums are watching you. <laughs> it's number one with the drag bums in, in Honolulu's market. Just got home from the club, stumbled through the front door, and there's Candy Shell on TV. But uh, you can watch it on youtube fortunately at any time of day um but it's called the sweet spot with candy shell it's like a sketch comedy talk show and uh we interview people from the community and we do parodies of tv shows and movies and just you always have like guest drag queens on yeah several so that tells me that the the drag community actually you guys are friendly yeah definitely you guys are all cool I, I mean, my God, I haven't met a queen on this island who I don't love because it, 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 takes, it takes a lot of balls to put on a dress. Hey, you know, as soon as this podcast is over, like Maleko and I don't speak till next Wednesday at noon. That's pretty much it. So I, I, I'm surprised and impressed that you guys are like, well, I've seen the other drag queens on there and I'm like, oh, I thought. So backstage at the I, podcast yeah, is I, a lot bitchier than oh, backstage at the drag so, show. Totally. Have you met us? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, but, it, but it's really hard. It would be fine if he wasn't such a diva and thought so highly of himself. <laughs> Things would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about yourself, right? Should right. I leave? Yes. Um, it's it's a pissing contest or a penis size contest. <laughs> penis <laughs> sale. Yippee! Yeah, that I mean, silence is all of us drinking, by the really way. It really is, because these drinks yeah. are amazing. It's for real. It is for real. We're not faking this drinking thing. You we, got your TV we never show. do. You got your TV show. You got YouTube. Um, YouTube's got to be a great platform for this, too, because not only I mean, you're, you're just opening up yourself up to the world. What's the name of the show? The Sweet Spot oh, the with sweet Candy spot, okay. Shell. So we can DVR it? 
you can DVR it, you can YouTube it, you can. They well, have the internet. That's all you can. They do. have the internet on your phone now, Flash. I'll, yeah. I'll teach you. How does this Google thing work? <laughs> you got to fire up the flip phone there. Get your jitterbug. How connected. do I T9 this? WWW. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say Maleko um, is going to be in drag, and, and let's just say you're an expert, and you were going to put Maleko in I drag. Am. How <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically? Right. And remember, people at home, he has a full beard. Like how long? But beautiful hair. So question: How long what, would it take? Is he going to be a bearded queen or like a regular, like not bearded queen? I mean. You're you're stuck dealing with the beard, so like oh, so I have to keep the beard. So you, would you want to shave it? Well, sure, I'd want to yeah. shave it, but I'm I'm respectful of your preferences. Yeah. Well, you know, if if I was going to go and drag, I would have to shave it. I don't yeah. think. I mean, this the beard is too masculine, and and I would be beautiful. Maleka wants to be pretty. I want to be pretty. Sometimes I like to feel pretty. Yeah. So, so then, what's what's going? Because what's going on? Know, yeah, I, I'm so confused right now. Aww. It is radio, so it's okay. <laughs> you I look got great. a face for radio. I look great. Um, I look great. This is your some sort of retaliation for me telling everybody you actually wear wake makeup earlier, but that's okay. This is just my day to day retaliation on you. <laughs> but so, how long would it take? I'm gonna let's s- say. So let's say you, you're starting with no beard. Okay, so he's already shaved and ready to go. I would say I could get Maleko into a... I mean, we'd have to have like the costume items picked out ahead of time. Right. But would you Probably look like at him a, and, like, do you go... Size double G bra and yeah. uh, we get, get a little corset and some hip pads. But do you look at Maleko and like you have an idea specific, like a look specific to him? of like You know what? Maleko would look good in like, I don't know, a blue dress... I would put thing. him. I would put him in a huge, like, chestnut colored wig. Chestnut. White color is oh, chestnut. You know, it's like brown. It's like brown with some red highlights in it. Okay. Sure, and um, <laughs> you got to translate. You like, translate for so me. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I went to what is chestnut? <laughs> It's like drag. It's, it's not that I'm straight. It's that I went to public school in Hawaii. It's really what it is. <laughs> is that a nut on your chest? Wow. So you you look at him and you've got I think colors that counts for the, the, the word. Yeah, penis. <laughs> penis. 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 So you put him in the chestnut dress. I want to hear it. If that was a wig. Chestnut, chestnut hair. <laughs> and then I'm thinking like a pale pink kind of color. He's got a very lovely um, olive colored skin. So I think a pale pink would look great on him. We'd probably make it to the floor. That way he doesn't have to shave legs or anything like that. Mm, so thoughtful of you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Lots of big bling and huge tits. Oh, well, that's wow. a given. By the way, Candy Shell has... <laughs> look at how excited he is. Yeah, nothing. She has huge boobs. <laughs> nothing excites the he boy more than boobs. He couldn't even get the words out. It's just I, like I know. In part, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of how I can say it and have it be cool with the iHeart thing. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> Candy Shell has actual cleavage. Generous and it's just bosoms. So mind-boggling to me every time. Yeah, I am. Um, I actually went to art school for drawing and painting. So oh. um, fortunately, I'm putting that to good use, drawing my boobs on every weekend. There you go. Boy, your mom would be so proud of that. She is. Did she pay for your college? <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mom, I put your degree to good use. Thanks, mom. I can draw the best boobs in Honolulu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who says the art degree is useless? That's right. Who We've- says the arts are dead? <laughs> 
So you're, you've got your show. We, we talked about it. You've got your television show. It's also on YouTube. We can catch you every last Sunday of the month at Hula's uh, uh, for for the big drag show review. And and you said it was also a, a burlesque show, too? Yes. We feature, How does that work? We feature drag and burlesque. I've always had a dream of putting on a variety show, and so I, I wanted to feature more than just drag. And by the way, we... We, we are open to even more than drag and burlesque. I'm open to any kind of performers. So if you got something that you can do. Straight that, performers, too. Of course. Like uh, you had uh, La Femme Raquita from Apartment 3. Oh, That's love right. Her. Yeah, she used to be she's in great. Cherry Blossom. She's been she's, in the show a couple times. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. I love performing with her. And so, yeah, I just, and I feel like it's great when you have a show that has a little something for everyone. There's usually like a sexy queen and a funny queen and then a burlesque girl. And it just, it makes for a well-rounded show. If people want to get tickets, what's the best way to do that? Should they just show up or get them in um, advance? Well, admission is free. So oh, there's I, another plus to come and see that. Mimosas and Marys. Uh, but you can get VIP tables at hulas.com. Okay. How do we reach you on social media? Um, I am Miss M-I-S-S Candy with an I, C-A-N-D-I, Shell. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot what I was saying. Um, <laughs> you just start talking about yourself and you I get sidetracked. I started spelling letters and then I was like, wait, what? L-M-N-O-P, what? Um, no. Oh, you but, must have gone to Hawaii Public School, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to Texas Public School. It's even worse. Oh um, so, uh, yeah, on Instagram, I'm Miss Candy with an eye shell. Okay. Miss Candy Shell. And then uh, we can follow the show. At, at, it's, it's on Hula's uh, Facebook page or, uh, or Instagram. You can definitely find it on Hula's Instagram, or you can just Google Candy Shell. Okay. C-A-N-D-I. I I feel like I have to like really make that clear for people, because everyone's writing Candy. By people, she's looking at me directly and being like, yes, friggin' people always spelling it with a Y. And YouTube? On YouTube, I don't know what my username is, so just but Google. But you know what? If, if, you, if you Google Candy Shell with an I, Candy with an I, uh, the second link, the first link is your Facebook, and the second link is your YouTube. Nice. So you're easy to find. Yep. Then. Flash, you're so on top of it. Easy to find. And Jack, I am a top. Let's be clear about oh that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> let's talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> penis. Jeff, uh, that constitutes penis, I think. Penis. I think it's pretty much there. Uh, Jeff, if somebody wants to write to you directly and find out how to make these tasty cocktails and ask you out, what's the number for that? Oh, ask you out. Oh, there's several numbers for that. What's your grinder He's profile? Really name? cute, I by the way. Surprisingly, do not have a grinder profile. Don't lie. I it's don't. embarrassing when you lie. I am in a loving relationship right now oh. of a year. So no, none of that. But you I'm can so find me right now. <laughs> on Facebook, uh, Jeffrey Ward Moore. M O O R E. Um, my Instagram is Hefe Hefe H E F E. Hefe Hefe. I'm sorry, J E F E H E F F A Y. Oh my God, I'm so confused. Um, I also um, kind of help run the Hula's social media as well, so you can ah. hi- find that under uh, Hula's Waikiki hashtag, as well as the that's the username for their Instagram yeah. as well. Awesome. Hula's Waikiki. Yeah. Well, thank you both for coming in. This oh has been fun. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Ladies, sorry. Your <laughs> lady and man, ladies and gentlemen. You're no good. Man, lady, lad. I'm so worthless. You're horrible at this. <laughs> hey, coming up uh, next week on the show, we're going to have a special guest, Tavana, local oh, musician excellent. in the show. He's going to be performing and talking to us. And we're also going to have. Uh, Bartender and DJ Uzilla from the Republic in the house, and she's coming back drinks. from Japan. So she's going to tell us fresh back from Japan. She's going to tell us what all the Japanese people I are drinking. I love her. Oh yeah, Yui. I did her show. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, the which? Oh, the that's right. Yeah. Uh, Candy Show was on the Bamps, Bamps Project next on Sunday nights that's on Star it. from nine to ten. We all know Flash. So we're just thanks for joining the party. Oh. Glad, we're glad you know too. <laughs> I'm too busy drinking spicy mango margaritas. <laughs> Wait. So before we go, I I want to. We were discussing this in the car ride over here. We want to know what drag names we would have for Flash. And oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. And she came up with a great one for. Malika. Wait, was it? Oh right, because you're you're Flash Hanson. So you could just wow, be dropping the full name. Okay. Oh, oh Ooh, wow! Crap, sorry. <laughs> sorry. And his number is eight oh eight. I was thinking we could call you Slash Handsome. Mm. Oh, I like. I'll take oh, that. Slash Handsome. But isn't that a little too um, straight? I, straight. I mean, Slash on the nose. Maybe, but you know, Slash could be a vagina. It could. Oh. It also counts. Oh, what, 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 I got it. Gash handsome. Oh, oh I like it. I like dirty. it. Yeah. Dirty. You've been thinking about this a long time, haven't you? <laughs> what about what about Maleko's name? Or Gash Manson. Oh, oh. Wow, that's even darker. Okay, that's better. That's better. Okay, do Maleko. Uh <laughs> I mean I, my mind immediately just goes to Maleka Leka High Mecca Heine Ho. Oh yes. <laughs> Mecca Leka High Mecca like Heine Ho. If you know if you know you know. If it's you don't the magic know, you don't word. know. Yeah. It's the magic word. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's gonna be my new Instagram name starting tomorrow. That's fantastic. Yeah, just as long as you can figure out how to spell that. That's it. Hashtag <laughs> He could just shorten it to Maleko Heine Ho. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Maleko Heine Ho. Maleko Heine Ho. Malika Heine Ho. Malika Heine Ho. It almost has a Don Ho kind of vibe too. So like, yeah. I, I'm like I could I could sing or lip sync Tiny Bubbles. I love for my it. opening number. That right. Could be good. And if you're drunk, you get a pass because well, you're Don Ho. It's true. Yeah. This is all works out. This is all. Yeah. It's this. This is all working out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun having you here. Let's end this so that we can dress Flash up now yeah. for his show. I tonight. got all my glue sticks. So. All right, you're going to need a lot of glue sticks. Especially for the penis. Chef <laughs> <laughs> gets one last one in. Thank yes. you guys so much for coming out. We'll see you next week, Wednesday, when Flash comes out. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. But if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right. Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll want you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn still the, talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 